Tuesday, May 16th, 2017 here on the Patriots Beat Podcast. On this episode, we're going to take things real slow. We're going to talk about Aaron Hernandez's case and do a real full off-season wrap-up. Not too much going on in terms of Patriots news, but we'll still have a pretty quick episode for you guys. Welcome back for Harris Rubenstein. Very happy to be back on the podcast. We'll see you in a minute. This is Larry H. Russell speaking on behalf of the network, thanking you once again for downloading the Patriots Beat Podcast here on CLNS Radio the leading online provider of audio-video coverage for New England professional sports. Download the free CLNS Radio mobile app for your iPhone or Android for immediate and convenient access to all the content available on the CLNS Radio YouTube channel, podcasting network, and clnsradio.com. Now, on to another edition of Patriots Beat. Take it away, Harris. Everybody and welcome to this episode of the Patriots Beat Podcast. I am your returning host, Harris Rubenstein. Very happy to be with you on this fine Monday evening. You can go find us at CLNS Radio on Twitter, and you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash CLNS fans. Very happy to be back with you guys. I just graduated college. It's a pretty uh, pretty crazy feeling, if you ask me, but I'm obviously happy to be back on the podcast. We took a week off because, uh, to be totally honest, we are officially in the dead zone for the NFL. There is absolutely nothing going on currently in the NFL, but we're going to do a little bit of an off-season breakdown. We're also going to talk about the impending Aaron Hernandez case, so just be prepared Excuse me for a pretty short episode here. We're uh, we're going to try to get through this pretty quickly. So we're going to start, uh, first things first, we're going to talk about this whole Aaron Hernandez thing and kind of what his legacy will be, because we, we talked about this uh, when he apparently committed suicide. Um, it's 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 a really tough situation to tell. Uh, his wife was on Dr. Phil tonight um, talking about, or this, this afternoon, talking about how she doesn't think Hernandez killed himself and about how, you know, she never saw this coming and about how he was like a sweet guy. But, you know, the one thing I always kind of look at when I'm thinking about, um, when I'm looking at Aaron Hernandez is I always go back and I love reading uh, all the stories about him and just – you know, he seemed to be such a social, like a social guy, and had all this stuff, and like he was such a great speaker, and could do all this. You know, was such an incredible football player, and got that contract. It's such a, it's so strange to me. You know what actually happened to him, how nobody saw this coming. But it always goes back to, uh, I, I've mentioned this a couple of times on, excuse me, I've mentioned this a couple of times on this podcast about how when you have certain players who grow up in a certain area and start committing crimes in that area, the best possible thing that can happen to that player is getting them literally drafted as far away from that place they possibly could. For instance, like, uh, for instance, uh, Alfonso Dennard, when he came from Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, he had, you know, the legal problems in Lincoln, Nebraska, and then as soon as he left, he was clean for, like, two years, and then he goes back to Lincoln, Nebraska for a week, gets a DUI, and then, like, punched a cop in the face or something. So, like, the, the, in, uh, another example, uh, the Dalvin Cook, who, uh, the, the new running back from the Minnesota Vikings, went to Florida State, was accused of all those crimes, never found guilty for any of them, but obviously a, 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 a pretty big thing. So, I really think, or excuse me, Dalvin Cook obviously going to Minnesota being as far away from Florida as he can, but Aaron Hernandez had the big problem. We Going into this, we knew that Aaron Hernandez had problems uh, with crime in Florida. He had uh, rumors about him going into college as well. I mean, there's a reason he dropped all the way to the fourth round despite the incredible college career he had. So I really do think that, you know, the worst thing that could have happened for 
him is that he ended up staying in New England. He needed to get out of Bristol, Connecticut. He needed to get as far away from it as he could. I mean, he went to college at the University of Florida. Like, he went far away. And I think the fact that he had to end up back in New England, I really, like, this is going to sound like a crazy prediction. I really do think that Aaron Hernandez would still be alive right now if he didn't end up as a New England Patriot. I'm not, I'm not blaming the Patriots at all for any of this happening. I just think that the worst thing that could have happened to him was for him to stay in the New England area. He had problems in Bristol, Connecticut with gangs. You know, he didn't hang out with the greatest people people. I really do believe that if Aaron Hernandez was drafted by like the Tennessee Titans or the, the Seahawks or the Niners, someone just far away, then I, I really do think that they would have, that Aaron Hernandez would have had a much fuller career uh, and obviously might still be alive. But it, it's just, it's kind of like, a, it's, it's an interesting thing. He was such a, a good player. I really do believe that if, if all this didn't go down, he would have ended up being one of the best, if not the best, tight ends in, in all of football. He was a, a great player. Just, it, it's so hard to, you know, you, you talk about how great of a player someone is while also trying to, with, with, you know, hold the information that, yeah, he, he also, you know, killed three people. So, or excuse me, was, was found guilty of killing one and was found, uh, not guilty of killing the other two, but he was obviously, involved in in some way or not involved in some way he might have just been in the right place at the right time i'm not one to challenge the uh challenge the legal system but i think you know the the evidence that they had especially with that first murder was definitely pretty convincing so i recommend that if you're a patriots fan you really want to get to the bottom of a lot of this go watch his wife's interview tonight with dr phil i really do think it kind of showed a lot of the this the guy was a sociopath i mean he tricked everyone into thinking he was a stand-up guy he was so sociable and then all of a sudden he, you know, he ended up, you know, his true character really showed. I, 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 I just, I, it's such a tough situation to talk about because, you know, the, the Patriots don't make mistakes like this. And this is easily one of the biggest mistakes, if not the biggest mistake in, in franchise history. So we'll, we'll, you know, I, I think everyone should pay attention. I believe they're airing part two of the interview with, uh, his wife tomorrow, but this whole thing about him having a gay lover and all this stuff is like, is so, so, so crazy to me. I mean, what a, what a, a tale that is currently being written. There's going to be an amazing book written about Aaron Hernandez someday, just with him trying to figure out what, or excuse me, with that writer trying to exactly figure out what's going on uh, with with Aaron Hernandez and his whole life and everything that you're thinking about. So we'll see what happens with the, this Aaron Hernandez situation. Please go watch uh, the interview with Dr. Phil tonight. But uh, we're going to take one quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do a full, like, real offseason ma- uh, wrap-up talking about just what the, the roster looks like right now, where are the holes, and uh, who might actually fit them. So we'll be right back. It's a new year, which means a fresh start for your business. And a great year starts with making great hires. But posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you just need to post your job on all the top job sites. And now you can. With ZipRecruiter, you can jumpstart your hiring in 2017. Post your job to 200-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. 
prices. And right now, my listeners can post job on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. So one more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-F-A-N. All right, team. Welcome back to the Patriots Beat Podcast. Um, currently watching the uh, Celtics game in the background. I do believe they are currently winning. My stream is kind of failing here, but uh, you know, go listen to uh, our Celtics Beat. Excuse me. Go listen to Larry. Obviously, with Celtics Beat. Go listen to uh, all of our guys. Go listen to the uh, Red Sox Beat podcast. They've been doing a great job following uh, the Red Sox this year. Kind of been a strange year for the Red Sox so far. And I and uh, you know, the Bruins Beat is kind of taking a little bit of a a little bit of a of a turn for the horse since the team is obviously not playing anymore. But you know, obviously, go listen to all of the CLNS media that we have going on. A lot of video. Go check out the YouTube page as well. Excuse me. A lot of a lot of great stuff going on at the CLNS radio. I believe we just hit our five million follower mark, just uh, total across social media. So, congratulate or impressions. Excuse me. So, congratulations to um, the, the the entire CLNS media team. So we're going to take a look at the Patriots' current roster. We're going to break down exactly where the holes still are on this team. Um, their full roster is now obviously set. They've officially signed all of the necessary uh, – well, not necessary. They officially signed all the undrafted free agents that they wanted. They got a lot of good ones uh, once my depth chart loads up here. We'll, we'll start breaking down what positions they are. We'll we'll pick out a couple that actually have the best chance to um, to actually make the team. It, it, it's going to be a difficult one. Uh, I just don't really understand what this team wants to do with the second linebacker position. I understand that Harvey Lange is a good player, but I also don't really understand why Harvey Lange is like their number one plan in all in order to uh, you know start at the, the second linebacker position. So we'll 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 see what happens here. Let's uh, let's currently take the uh, let's 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 break it down and we'll check out what's going on exactly with. Uh, with the roster. So taking a look at this Patriots roster, you know, obviously I've said this multiple times before on the show and I'll I'll just continue to say it. I still do believe that this is the most talented roster in all of football. I, I really don't think that's up for much of an argument. I don't really think that you could possibly find a better roster than the one that they have right now. So we're going to go through the undrafted free agents and go through exactly who we think is going to make the team. Um, they obviously signed, I believe, like 26. So we have a we have a good amount of work to do. So we'll uh, we'll break them down as we go, and then we'll give you who we think or who I think has the best chance of actually making this Patriots roster. So first things first, let's start with the wide receiver position because they actually picked up a bunch of uh, undrafted free agents at the wide receiver position, or just two. Excuse me, I, I thought it was more, but the, the, the Devin Street isn't an undrafted free agent. He's just going to be a camp body, but. Uh, Austin Carr and Cody Hollister were their two undrafted free agents at the wide receiver position. Uh, Austin Carr is probably the guy that has the best chance of making this team. Cody Hollister is a cool story. Him and his brother Jacob Hollister, who's a t- uh, undrafted free agent at tight end, um, uh, is, a, is, is a good player. However, Austin Carr was the Big Ten receiver of the year, was one of the best wide receivers in all of college football right now. So, I think I think the if you're going to look at these two guys, Austin Carr probably has the best opportunity to make this uh, roster. It really depends on how many wide receivers they want to keep on the roster exactly. Because if they do keep six, they'll have Cooks, Edelman, 
Hogan, Amendola, Mitchell, and Austin Carr. That's a pretty good lineup of wide receivers. So I think Austin Carr is the guy that you're going to be looking for to make the jump to the next level. I, I, I really think he's going to be a good guy. We'll, 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 we'll see how it comes out in camp because don't, don't throw away Cody Hollister. Cody Hollister was a good wide receiver in his own right. So moving on to the offensive line. Offensive line for the undrafted free agents. We have a couple. Uh, we have Jamil Douglas, a guard. We have Jason King, another guard. Andrew Jelks, Cole Croston, Chase Ferris, and Max Rich. Um, the, I don't know too much about these guys. A lot of these guys are small school guys. The one dude I do know who I actually watched while he was in college, obviously since I was in uh, – Obviously, since I went to school in Boston. Also, yay for me graduating. Woo! No more college. Thank goodness. Um, Max Rich, the guard, or excuse me, tackle out of Harvard, is a guy who I think might actually maybe get onto the practice squad out of all these guys. I think there are too many people on this ro- on the too many tackles on this roster right now. Nate Solder, Marcus Cannon, Cameron Fleming, Connor McDermott, and Tony Garcia. I think Adrian Wall is totally gone. There's no way, zero, zero, zero way that uh that Ladrian Waddle makes his team. They drafted two tackles. He hasn't he doesn't play. Like they gave him a two year contract. There's no way that uh, they're, they're going to, Legion Wild is not going to be on this team. Tony Garcia and Connor McDermott are going to be your guys. If they're going to keep six tackles, which they have done in the past, it wouldn't be that surprising. I think they're going to be keeping Max Rich. Guy has a lot of potential. He's a really good player. Uh, he's big, he's strong. Uh, they gave him a really big bonus. So I think Max Rich is going to be a guy they try to stow away on the practice squad. So moving on to the tight end position since they didn't have a, uh, they didn't have any quarterbacks. So looking at the tight end position, uh, Jacob Hollister and Rob Hausler. Well, Rob Hausler is a, is a, a NFL player. He's been in the league for a couple of years now. Excuse me, um, he's not going to make the team. He's a camp body. Uh, James O'Shaughnessy, obviously, is the guy they picked up from the Chiefs. He has a pretty good chance of making the team, seeing as they traded for him. Uh, I really do believe that Matt Langle is uh, going to make this team next year as their number three tight end. I think O'Shaughnessy is going to be primarily a special teams player, but I think Matt Langle could actually see the offense here and there, uh, uh, could actually see the field on offense, excuse me, here and there as we go through the season. But Jacob Hollister, obviously the complete twin brother of Cody Hollister, uh, big tight end, good player. Um, I, I I wasn't too impressed by him when I watched him on tape. I actually liked his brother Cody better. Uh, I just think that he's simply better. Uh, excuse me. I simply just think he's better uh, as a player. I don't think Hollister is going to be that good. He's a little bit undersized for what the Patriots like in a tight end. Uh, he's six four two thirty. Uh, went to Wyoming. He's a pretty good guy. A little bit on the older side as a rookie at twenty three years old, but. I really don't think that uh, Jacob Hollister is going to be able to make this team just because I don't think there's a spot for him on the roster. It's, it's, a, it's a shame, but um, we'll, we'll definitely see what happens on his side of things. So let's go to the running back position because this is definitely a position I, uh, I wanted to talk about in a big way. Uh, James White, Deion Lewis, DJ Foster, Mike Gillisley, Rex Burkhead, James Devlin, Glenn, Glenn Gronkowski, Brandon Bolden, LaShun Daniels are currently the guys listed at the running back position. Obviously, James Devlin and Glenn Gronkowski are – excuse me, are um, blah, 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 uh, words, I have them. They're obviously fullbacks. Uh, James Devlin's obviously going to be the starting fullback next year. He's going to be on the team. There's no way that's going to happen. I think we might be seeing the beginning of the end for DJ Foster. They just picked up too many running backs, and I think they realize that James White is going to be way better than uh, really anything that DJ Foster is going to be able to turn into. I think he's a good player. He flashed a little bit when they actually gave him a chance, but for the most part, like the, the J- J- James White's going to be probably – 
the uh, number one receiving back out of college. It's going to be out of the backfield this year. It's going to be really fun to see what they do with these running backs. They have four running backs in Gillisley, White, Burkhead, and Deion Lewis, who are all very versatile, can all do a lot of things, but also just very good players. Uh, Burkhead and Gillisley are obviously the two new signings. So we'll see what happens. But then uh, Brandon Bolden, like I said, I don't really think Brandon Bolden's going to make the team. Glenn Gorkowski's probably not going to make the team. But LaShun Daniels uh, is the undrafted free agent they picked up. I also don't think he's actually going to make the team. It's just going to be – there's just not enough – there's just no space for him on the roster. They're not going to carry like seven people who can play running back. It's not going to happen. So that's going to do it for the offensive side of the ball. We're going to take one more quick break. And when we come back, we're going to take on the defense before we let you guys go. So we'll be right back. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference, so it's important to know where your food comes from. I know that me personally, when I was living in a college dorm, I used Blue Apron in order to get my fresh ingredients so that me and my roommate Jack could cook up some nice meals, maybe some fresh steaks, maybe some good chili, some quality stuff. And it's also a very fun holiday gift, so maybe for a nice Valentine's Day gift or a nice birthday gift coming up, I would give it to, I wouldn't give it to a girlfriend, obviously Blue Apron would be a little rough, but give it to a family member, maybe they can get some high quality ingredients in their life. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals, so they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers, whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best. So check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free with free shipping. Go to blueapron.com slash patriots. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash patriots. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Team, welcome back to the Patriots Beat Podcast. We're going to go over the defense. We're going to do this pretty quickly just because there's not a lot going on. I'm pretty tired. I want to go to sleep. Uh, it's, it's only 9.30, but, you know, the senior week and graduating college, it's been a lot. So let's go to the defensive line. Obviously, your top four defensive line, Coney Ely, Allen Branch, Malcolm, Bla- Malcolm Brown, Trey Flowers, Derek Rivers, Lawrence Guy, Vincent Valentine, Gino Grissom. And then after that, you got Dietrich Wise, and then a couple other guys. So the, the other guys I have uh, currently listed, Woodrow Hamilton, Josh Augusta, Corey Vereen, Darius Kilgill, and Adam Butler. Those guys are not going to make the roster. Maybe Woodrow Hamilton will be a guy they bring in and out. Just for depth, uh, he, he's been okay when he's played, but he's not. He's obviously not one of the, the best players that the Patriots are going to be able to find. So uh, Josh Augusta, Darius Kilgill, and Adam Butler, and Corey Vereen are most likely not going to make this team. There's just no space for them on that defensive line. That defensive line is absolutely stacked. Uh, they, they just have so much depth on that position. But watch out, guys. I really do think that Geno Grissom is going to be uh, one of the guys on the chopping block this year. So let's go to the linebacker position. Uh, Dante Hightower, Elena Roberts, Rob Nikovich, who I think is getting cut. Shane McClellan, Kyle Van Noy, Jonathan Freeney, Brooks Ellis, Harvey Lange, and Trevor Bates. Uh, one of these guys after Rob Nikovich is going to be cut. Uh, I really do wonder what the plan is with Jonathan Freeney. Guy spent all of last year on IR. Um, and Shane McClellan, Kyle Van Noy, and Elena Roberts end up doing a pretty good job, but uh, I really don't think that Jonathan Freeney is going to be a a big impact guy. Let's talk about Harvey Lange, though, for a second. Uh, Harvey Lange is a guy, they paid him $500,000. They basically paid him the amount of money that you would pay a, uh, uh, like a fourth round, or excuse me, like a sixth or seventh round pick. They gave him a pretty good amount of money, so... 
I, I, I think that Harvey Lange is definitely going to make this team. He's a guy that the Patriots have been, you know, had their eyes on for a very long time now. I reported, a, or I, I repeated a report that someone uh, said that the uh, the Patriots would have drafted Harvey Lange in the first round if they had the opportunity last year. So that's pretty crazy. But uh, Harvey Lange is a pretty good player, so I think he'll definitely be uh, that guy again. Rob Ninkovich is not going to be on this team this year. You heard it here first. So let's go to the corner. Excuse me. Stephon Gilmore, Malcolm Butler, Eric Rowe, Justin Coleman, Cyrus Jones, Jonathan Jones, Kenny Moore, and Dwayne Thomas. I have no idea who Kenny Moore and Dwayne Thomas are. They're most likely not going to make the team. Jonathan Jones is also fighting for his roster spot. He had a good year last year. However, he was mostly a special teams player. He didn't play a ton of actual corner. Um, and you're definitely going to want to see more Cyrus Jones this year at corner. So expect him to take over the number four role from uh, Justin Coleman. Uh, I'm hoping to see him at the number three role ahead of Eric Rowe by the end of the season. Just because, you know, it's just like what you want out of a former high. That's what you want out of your highest pick from uh, from every single season. So I think we, uh, we're we going to have a pretty good cornerback core this year. Stephon Gilmore and Malcolm Butler and Eric Rowe and Cyrus Jones is going to be a pretty fun uh, top four to have. But uh, Kenny Moore, Dwayne Thomas, and uh, Justin Coleman, I believe, are going to be out the door. Then at the safety position, you got Chung, McCourty, Harmon, Nate Ebner, Jordan Richards, Brandon King, uh, David Jones, Jason Thompson, DJ Killings, and Demarius Travis. Uh, look for DJ Killings to actually make this team. I think DJ Killings, another guy that gave a lot of money. Usually you can kind of trace back who the Patriots want to keep on this team uh, based off how much money they give to their undrafted free agents. And they gave DJ Killings, I believe, the second or third most money of any undrafted free agent on the entire team. So definitely a guy that they like a lot. Uh, he's a corner. I really do think he's probably going to pressure uh, Jonathan Jones the most for that special teams number five corner spot. So keep an eye out for Derry, uh, for DJ Killings this offseason. I definitely think he's going to be a guy that, uh, I de- yeah, excuse me, I definitely think that's going to be a guy uh, that the Patriots are going to keep an eye out for. And then obviously the the rest of the special teams team with Steven Gutkowski, Ryan Allen, and Joe Cardona, they are obviously not going anywhere. So we're going to take one more quick break, and uh, when we come back, we're just going to close out the show. I'm pretty tired. It's been a pretty slow week for the New England Patriots, so we'll be right back. Team, that's going to do it for this week's Patriot Bay Podcast. Please remember to give us a rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher. Go find me on Twitter at CLNS underscore sports team. Please keep track of what I'm going to be doing post-grad. I might be heading to Dallas. might be heading back to Los Angeles. Hopefully, I'll still be able to be a part of the CLNS radio team. I've really had a great time uh, creating a, a little bit of a brand with you guys, creating a little bit of a, of a fan base with you guys. Please keep sending me puppy photos. I'm obviously... Loving any and all I can get, especially now that I'm going to have a pretty uh, a pretty boring uh, couple of weeks here while I look for jobs. But that's going to do it for me. Uh, we'll see you guys, I believe, this weekend with another show. Hopefully we'll have a guest on. But if not, uh, I'll see you guys on Friday, and have a nice week. <laughs>